Hello and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through a cooperative experience and relate to you, the listener, if this game is a criminal criminal co-op or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. Uh, howdy. You're in Texas, right? Yeah, I am. Howdy. Okay. Howdy, Nave. Howdy, then. So, we have a new guest in the studio of Gaming Together. Would you like to introduce them? Yep, this guy is the most requested by me because I think I bring him up, I brought him up five or six times throughout our podcast career. This is my friend Aaron, the spoiler of sad moments and the carrier of uh, carrier of names <laughs> through hard video games. Dude, I never on. spoiled that moment, bro. <laughs> I don't know how I've been playing for this for so long, but you, hello. I'll never forget. That's my only memory. <laughs> It feels like of the whole game of Gears of War 3 and Halo ODST. Or not ODST, Reach. I always do that. Listen to me. I was just as wounded when I played Reach, okay? <laughs> We're both equally wounded by that ending scene. All right, Aaron. Um, so you are not a podcaster, but you do do Twitch. You want to do your little Twitch ad at the beginning? Or handle? What is it called on Twitch? Uh, handle? It's Gamertag. Sure pretty sure it's Wildfox TTE right now. Uh... I haven't haven't really been on streaming for a little bit, but uh, I started getting back in Apex and Valorant uh, a lot, so I'm probably gonna go back to streaming those. That's where my main like people popped off from. Oh, I have a. Do you use the? Hold on. Also, we didn't even explain to him. <laughs> okay, so th- this podcast is pretty edited. So there's there's I w- there's a lot of moments that I will edit out for brevity's sake. You know what I mean? No, Nave, so, edit that out. Don't let them know. Well, I am gonna edit. You're editing. Oh, yeah, I'm, I am. I'm, I'm telling him as I'm looking something up on YouTube, rather than just sit here in silence. Okay. And then I'm gonna jump back to. All right. Uh, oh, Aaron. So, yeah. you said you played Apex. Do you use the knockdown shield? Yes. Is it a good item? I don't know anything about Apex. Uh, I guess it, it depends at, like, the level you're playing at, but, like, a lot of people, if they communicate properly, they'll be like, oh, like, play my shield, play my shield, because, like, when you drop, realistically, you have a knockdown shield, which has the same amount of damage as what your regular shield would be, so, say you had a white knockdown shield, you still have an extra 50 shot, like, to take off before someone gets eaten, or aped, and, like, it works, because, like, people will, like, crouch behind you, and they'll they'll reload or something to, like, win a fight, and they'll play your shield, it, it actually is beneficial if you know how to do it. Otherwise, you look like a fucking idiot in the target. So. All right, we're definitely gonna have to tag Pex pals now for sure because that was their <laughs> latest episode. They they said that the knockdown shield is useless. I don't even know what that means, but that, I I, 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 just, again, I, I decided think, to defend it. <laughs> I think that's I think that comes down to like preference and how you play. Like you can watch these pro players who will say, "Oh, play my shield, play my shield," and there's the people who just drop and won't say shit. Oh, what's but, important is that their 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 podcast is called Pex pals. For the mediocre gamer, what is it called, Philip? <laughs> Something called yeah, mediocre it's, gamer. It's Apex Pals. The uh, oh, now I don't know the exact thing. The Apex Legends podcast for the mediocre gamer. It's, it's like a very long. long. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, 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 okay. All right. That's I don't... too long. <laughs> it is too long. <laughs> we talked about it. We're a co-op gaming podcast, and Aaron, we have a question we always ask our new guests in the studio. If you have a notable co-op memory you would like to share with the class. Notable co-op memories. Nave and I, Nave and I have a couple notable co-op memories for sure. 
Uh, couple of them are definitely definitely like Dark Souls related. We've had some we've had some PvP moments where like someone will spawn into us, and like I <laughs> I don't remember all where we were exactly, but I remember we were on top of, like this hilltop or some shit, and someone spawned on top of Nave and I. I was like, oh Nave, Leo. I was like, look, 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 look out! Like there's a guy coming up on top of you, and he was like, oh okay, okay. And this dude runs and chases us through like these like trees. We're kind of like in like the woods and snow, and he chases us. And somehow he, like, rolls, and he gets to this edge, and he just, like, he just kicks and goes clean off that edge, dude. And <laughs> <laughs> we just, because we were in fear, because the dude looks scary. Yeah. And then he kills himself, and then we're like, oh, we're in the clear. And literally two two minutes later, we're walking the same area, and these guys are chasing, and, and another guy spawns in and chases us through, I don't know, some castle, some dank castle. <laughs> <laughs> He chases this dude's castle, man, and then just like it's like a Scooby Doo chase, <laughs> where like we're like climbing up, down ladders, and shit, trying to get up this guy. And at some point, I see this ladder, I see his hole, and I drop. And I, I had a decent amount of health, so I hit the ground. And I was like, okay, I was like, Nave, I dropped, I dropped, like I'm healing, I'm healing, flask, flask. And then I see Nave hit the ground. And he's like, he's chasing me. Like <laughs> you see, it's this dude crash, <laughs> and we just turn around, and he's fucking dead. <laughs> He's just evaporating in the in the mist. <laughs> it's like the shade has been slain. <laughs> Perfect. Especially because like I remember specifically turning my camera around the moment <laughs> I saw him fall. And <laughs> it's just so stupid. I think we talked about that in our Dark Souls episode too. It literally looks like he's trying to climb down the ladder. He just, he just <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's a good one. Very good. Very good. So, guys, what have you been playing lately? I see you both put black. Excuse me. You both put back for blood on your list. Right Is it worth playing? Honestly, so I started playing the first. Uh, girlfriend and I started playing the first couple acts, and immediately in the first couple acts, I was like, "Oh, holy! Like this is actually a lot of fun." Um, <clears throat> it reminded me of uh, Left for Dead, which I know it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you can now customize everything, so. There's not like there's not a specific way everyone's gonna go. It changes every time. You can customize your guns, customize your character loadouts, your cards, things like that. So it's like it's a like constant horde mode from gears, but now with like customization. So you can have like armored zombies with what was it, the pukers like abilities and stuff like that, but like you can't shoot them in the face anymore to stop them from puking because they'll have like armor over their head or some crap. Oh it's, yeah, you're talking about the corruption cards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The corruption cards are neat. All everything they've added to it was actually kinda neat and the game is definitely not easy on easy talk a little awesome. closer to your mic like put your little mic sorry about that is that better You're good yeah, yeah it's okay. much better my bad i was saying that the game is definitely not easy even on like easy which is great it's great to have like a challenge and you're not gonna be like aha these zombies are dumb it's just point and shoot something i've definitely recognized in the game is that the further you are in an act the easier the game gets because like whenever you join just a random lobby if it's on like the fifth chapter of Act One, you'll get like six cards that you get to pick from your deck, and so you're just automatically starting out really strong with exactly what you want. Usually, yeah, but then like your gun sucks or something. Like I, I was kind of sad that they have this like instant wipe thing where like when you want to leave a lobby, you don't get any more extra continues. You just leave your like, if you leave your act, your run is done. That's it. You can't come back to it. One thing I noticed that's really screwy, and I think it's going to be patched because it just seems like an oversight. But I've been, whenever I start a solo game, 
I because I the first time I played, I got to like the last quarter of the first act. But every time I started a solo game, it would look for a lobby, and no one is playing in that like area of the game. No yeah. one's like searching for a quit match. Everyone's either at the beginning of Act One or somewhere like looking for a different act. So I could never find a game. So I just go, all right, well I'll just play quick match, whatever. I just want to play the game. But even if the quick match took me to the exact same chapter, and then I beat Act One, and then went on to Act Two with these guys, then it, it wouldn't progress my game. So I wouldn't oh, have unlocked Act Two. So it's like, this is kind of strange. So I beat Act 1 probably like five or six times before I realized that I actually hadn't unlocked Act 2 yet. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, I haven't I'm just going to beat it with yet. the bots. <laughs> and that's I have not I looked doing. at it yet with my partner's uh, profile in mind, but from what it looks like, we're still on the same page, so I don't know if something was patched already or not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Are you... So you're playing in the same party? That might be the thing because I was I was doing quick play. I haven't joined anyone's party yet. Like I've oh. just either been playing with bots or playing from quick play, just joining someone else's match. Should just joined up on us. Yeah. Would help well, with this podcast. I think it se- I think whenever I looked, were, are you pl- you're playing on the Xbox or the PC? Uh, I play on the PC. She plays on the Xbox now. Because on the that's what I was gonna say is that I didn't know if you were playing on like Steam's version or something, and your uh-huh. Xbox was just picking it up. Because I saw that you were playing Back for Blood, but it had the PC symbol in front of it, so I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to join in on him or not. No, so, it's, well, it's crossplay anyway, so what does it matter? I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't do. I don't do my research. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, the game's pretty fun though. You, it so is. we did touch on the cards. Like you get to like you get you unlock cards throughout the game with like. I think it's like random, randomly assigned. What are they like? Little skill trees, almost. They're not like skill trees, really. What What would you describe those traits? It's yeah. I mean, well, no. It's I'm talking about like the. It's like three miniature battle passes at any given time, and you spend the money that you get from beating levels on the. Oh, um, I don't know. I don't know loadouts, I guess. Loadouts. But yeah, so some, like, they they have like skins and cards that you can use. Oh, supply supply lines. Um, that's it. it, no, it I, I couldn't yeah. for the life of me. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. If that's what you meant, I would have said yeah. You're buying cosmetics. Yeah, but they also have the the cards that you want. So as you you have three at any time, so you can kind of like choose which cards you're going for. But um, it's it's pretty cool. Right. And you have a lot of like interesting ways. Like I was, I did get invited to a party when I was playing in Act Two, and these people were talking to me about. They're like, "How are you reviving us so fast?" I'm like, "Oh, I just have a card that I have two cards active. One gives me a hundred double revive speed, and one gives me a hundred fifty percent extra revive speed. And so I am like picking people up in like one second. Like it's great. I'm like basically just being a medic." And they're just like, man, you're you're my best friend. <laughs> I'm just following <laughs> you around because I am just I was like I have like four health packs, so I'm just like healing people constantly, and people are like pinging health packs, like making yep. me pick them up. I like, wish I knew what it was like to get that kind of loving support as a support player myself from anybody. I am definitely a Soraka, <laughs> which is a good segue. Yeah, to... that goes right into Tales of Arise on your list again. Yes, the the game famous with the character Soraka. I don't know why I put Tales of Arise on here. I don't really have too much to say. It's really good. What does <laughs> that have to do with Soraka? Wait, what? He's 
joking. League of Legends uh, is on the list, and he decided to uh, segue it into Tales of Horizon instead. Yeah, it's almost like an unsegue. Gotcha. Um, the characters are really cool. There was a character that you get later on. He's, uh, I don't know, he's supposed, I think he's like Egyptian. He's got like red hair. I mean, they're not like, they're not this real is a completely races. different planet. Yeah, yeah. but but <laughs> he's like an Egyptian, like Pharaoh kind of character. Like That's what his aesthetic reminds me of. And right. I didn't think I would like him, but it turns out he's probably one of my favorite characters now. Just like the way that his confusion and how how peasant like the party is it's 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 pretty funny there's some goofy situations they find themselves in i think out of the tales series probably one of my absolute favorite games and uh it it did have a co-op uh in it was tales of vesperia um because later on you were able to find out <clears throat> later on you were able to like have people join in uh and be your like teammate when fights would happen which made that game a lot more fun to do and it made it feel like they were actually kind of playing along with you even though most of the time it was mostly you moving around but uh yeah. i i have uh pretty strong memories of uh my brother and i playing and finishing that game uh, i always thought as a kid when i'd play like final fantasy 7 or 8 like i would imagine like what if people from different places could play the other characters in my final fantasy game and that's like what that sounds like to me like i, that, I don't remember that's what it's like because I, I, I would it. play i would play yuri and he would play repeat and like he would just it would just like be an all that kind of thing it was kind of like the way it played out it sort of felt like an old one piece game that used to be on the gamecube called the uh, pirate battle holy shit there were one piece games that far back yeah and most of the characters were like chibis basically and uh yeah i had some of those old games they were great i have two one piece games and they're pirate I have warriors no idea yeah, one's like Dynasty Warriors, and the other one's like an open world uh, Dynasty like Warriors, yeah. also. <laughs> but um, it's uh, they were interesting. But I was at simultaneously playing a Naruto game, also like a fighting game, like Shim Sh- Nar- Ninja Shippuden or whatever. Oh, Shinobi Strikers. No. So the soccer one? No, it's not a soccer <laughs> game. No, I don't. I don't know what Shinobi Strikers is, but it looks like it's like a various activities kind of game where you're like three. Oh, Mario Party Naruto. Well, that's the thing. That game is what? on the list, actually, because I have a friend. I also have it because of Game Pass and stuff, but like I have not attempted to play it. I don't. Is it? Is it still on Game Pass? I, I bought it for some reason. If it's not, I might then have I bought own it, it and I own game it Pass. only because uh, the way that I caught up on Naruto was I would buy those games and play those games out because they actually filled out the arcs of the anime pretty good, and I would play those games out, so it was a lot more interactive for me. And I was just like, man, Naruto is fucking great. Dude, I otherwise, where I was reading, I'm like, damn, Naruto's whatever. I've literally never. I don't think I've seen a full episode of Naruto ever. And that's funny because the same friend that was like, we want, I want to play Shinobi Strikers, and I was like, that's fine, whatever. If it's a co-op game, I assume it. I think it is a co-op game. I think you like fight as a team. But I, I really know like little to nothing about Naruto. But he is a fanatic about Naruto. He fucking loves it. Oh, he's uh, a Naruto. And so, uh, so Dante is like, um, I brought Dante up quite a bit often, uh, quite a bit on the podcast as well. This is totally unrelated, but my mom buys me t-shirts occasionally. One of the t-shirts she bought me had Naruto on it, just to, I think his face or something. Fantastic. And she's like, you like this guy, right? He's an anime guy. And I'm like, I've never seen his, that, <laughs> but I wear it all the time sarcastically whenever Dontre's around i wear it because he knows i know nothing about it well my and mom then he thinks he's me... all hyped up when he sees you he's like oh bro and you're like nah <laughs> yeah. well he saw me and he's like why the fuck are you wearing that 
<laughs> he knows damn well I never watched I, I didn't start watching it. But uh, oh, I see. It's funny because just recently my mom bought me a bunch of t-shirts too when she moved up here. And one of them was a Naruto shirt again. And I'm just like, I have two of these fucking shirts now. <laughs> More for the collection. Yeah, my Nar- I might as well start watching. I-, I did play the first Naruto fighting game. Ninja Storm? God, what are those cards? Ninja Storm. Yeah, that's it. Why do you know? Okay, but didn't you? I'm pretty sure you also played Path of Ninja because I met you around that time and I explained to you how like really good that game was. I was like an early weeb when I met you, and like and the, Naruto, the early Path of, Ninja. of weeb. No, no. See, I was like early weeb, then I hit the stage of weeb, and then I realized like weeb is just like a shitty genre to be in. So I decided to weeb. weeb but yeah, I'm now post weeb. <laughs> I, I feel like we're I, I'm not a full grown adult with like a job that pays well, and I don't buy figures. So it felt like um, we were talking about music genres just now. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on now? It, like that, I, I put people in genres now, I guess, because the other day, the other day, yeah, I was playing Apex. I was, I was just like, throw it away, and I sing song that, right? And I expected someone to literally know what the next line was going to be of that song. And then I was like, wait, do you guys not know this song? I was like, what genre of emo were you? I was like, was MCR still a thing? Like, somebody tell me what's happening. <laughs> We they didn't know. They, they, they knew nothing but The Great Escape. And uh, I was just like, oh, fuck. The, um, All right, well, speaking of genres of people, you still play League? Yeah, I still play League. <laughs> Why did you say speaking of weeb? They said speaking of different types of people. Yeah, and there's a certain type of person that plays League, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, no, 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 no. Here, let me let me tell you the story of League. So League gets you all sucked in with their cool like Asian characters, and everyone's all fuck yeah, League's dope, and they'll play the game, and then they get all excited to play the game, and then they realize like, hold on a second, people are really not smart when it comes to this game, and then the toxicity starts to flow, and it's not like it's not like it wasn't there because I was not as toxic as I've been until I started playing League, and that was eleven years ago. I started playing League. I used to be upset when things would happen. Like, I'd play Halo 3, I would die, and be like, ah, like, shit, whatever. But, bro, League of Legends brought something else out. It just it just brings things out of people, and it's something dark. And it's it's just, you've seen what happened to Tyler 1. Like, <laughs> that dude that dude went away, and then he realized, like, oh, once that game's gone, he reformed himself, because, like, it needed to be cleansed. <laughs> like rehabbed. <laughs> League of Legends is some type of like heroin or something where people do eventually need serious breaks away from it. I'm still in the middle of those. Yeah, no, you yeah, have these hefty three month comebacks. Like you'll disappear for three months and then you'll come back and then you'll disappear and then come back and like I'll do yeah, like check a in year and, and be I'll like, back. who are these new champs? I hate them, you know? And then yeah. you disappear again. Why did they change yeah. Zach again? Well, Zach hasn't yeah. been changed in four years, Nave. Well, shit, I've only been on every three months. I don't think I've liked a single new champion for like a year and a half. What do you mean? Akshan's the greatest. Yeah, they just came out with Yasuo 2.0. Did you not That's see right, him? You can res teammates by killing enemies. I'd rather swallow my own head. <laughs> Zach can do res that. a teammate? He can. Zach can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. All right. So I saved my game for last because that leads right into our news. Uh, well, I you're skipping uh, my other game. That's okay. Well, I don't see your other game. Oh, it's just Yakuza again. All right. So, Nave, uh, I have a story. Japanese Grand Theft Auto. 
It's not. That don't don't uh, perpetuate. Japanese Grand Theft Auto, by the way, is Sleeping Dogs. Exact way. No, Sleeping you're in Hong Dogs Kong. Chinese. Yeah. I, Are you I Asian racist? Listen to me. <laughs> I will still stand by what I said because there was no Japanese GTA. I guess. Wait. Well, what was true this, crime? This the joke. The oh. joke is that no one can see you, but he Aaron is Asian. So that was why it was funny. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron is in fact Asian. I've right. I've also gotten to the point in time in my age where I'm just like everyone looks the same. Everyone does <laughs> across the <laughs> across the globe. Everyone just looks like meepers from the mother. Got people blind. Yeah. What were right, you? Oh, tell tell Yakuza. me your story about Yakuza. As Philip said a couple weeks ago, I was blazing through this game. I was having so much fun. I was I hit this really this crescendo in the game. Chapter ends. I save the game. And I see the save file. All the save files say chapter 6, chapter 7, chapter 8, you know, whatever. This one says finale. <gasps> and I go, I, I, literally, I literally had to set the controller down and just curl up in a ball on the couch. Like, this is about to end. I can't let this happen. So now I'm doing all the side stuff. Oh my God. I've been doing it for like eight days straight. And I'm on day four of the dating minigame where you go to a cabaret club and talk to the girls. And it's not fun. <laughs> but at least the game's not over. And also, I feel like I might be able to talk to someone in Japanese because of this. Because it's literally just oh, talking no. to a girl. Oh, my That's goodness. That's it. No. You're talking to a girl. Sounds like he's she's like the, the weeb life. Uh, be all like, like what is she? Uh, she and I, definitely, I definitely answer the phone occasionally when Maddie calls me. I go, Moshi Moshi. Moshi Moshi. I got it. Moshi Moshi. That's because Maddie also answers the phone, Moshi Moshi. Great. It's all. It's over now for me, I guess. God, cringe, bro. <laughs> Epic cringe. Yeah, but I, I'm almost done. I'm on the, the fourth girl out of five. And I, I have almost nothing left after this. I've done everything. This is the last little bit. And then I have to figure out how this saga ends. So, in the on the bright side, I get to play like a dragon afterwards. So, been hearing so, good things. The sad, that sad moment, like like feeling you had. I'm gonna fuck. Or, oh, okay. I thought you were gonna fucking no spoil the no, no. I was gonna fucking <laughs> kick you out of the goddamn call. I was so. I had the hand on the mouse. Like I was ready to close Zencaster. <laughs> You're like you know the sad moment when. Fucking just start talking about the end of the game. Like, no, no, no. I was going to say, that sad feeling you were getting, I was like, that was probably the exact moment I had when I knew that Final Fantasy 15 was ending. Like, I knew that you were having Dude, to accept same. what was going on. And I was like, I saw the photograph. I had to pick the photograph. And I just, like, I felt it inside of me. And I was like, fuck. Dude, I'm going to be honest. And as soon as they saw it sitting on that chair at the end, I was like, I can't stop these. I'm like, the tears literally started crying. I was like, dude, F this game. Like, I'm already emotionally broken as it is. This game made my life no much easier. I think you sent me a snap of whenever that was going on. Yeah, I, I was crying. That. Yeah, I, I was like, stupid fucking Final Fantasy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw the snap. Um, the, well, they nailed it with that campfire scene at the end. Yeah, know? that was, that was, that You're was stupid. it, man. It's like. I, I didn't have really any emotional feelings the whole game and then right at the end yep when, right when you pick end. your cat when you pick your picture I'm like wow this is a, such a small little detail that they didn't have to do but it's so it's so it, striking you know what I mean it's it like, hurt wow, yeah it hits you dude you were like wow like 
they are his family. Like those are his best friends, and like they're all about to, they're all about to lay their lives down. It was rough. <laughs> oh yeah, Would we you... okay. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Final minute, C fifteen. <laughs> I guess not really. Spo- not, we didn't really spoil anything. I guess, but like we if y'all haven't played the game yet, something needs to get off these podcasts and go play that game right now. Like if you have not, I don't know what you're doing with yourselves. Yakuza 6 is very good, and so Final Fantasy is pretty good too. It's beautiful, Final Fantasy is. I actually yeah. took tons of pictures in that game just because of how nice it looked. I, that's literally, I thought it was a gimmick. Like, it was just like, take pictures, look how pretty our engine is. But it was yeah, it actually Japanese like stuff, something pictures. happened at the end with it. It's like, that's that's how you do it, man. You integrate it with the game itself, and then something so small can become very emotionally significant. Uh, I'm gonna it, be honest. It, it, it didn't seem small because I had taken a lot of photos <laughs> and like a lot of like friendly photos and like really cool moments. So when I actually had the choosies, I was like, I remember doing this. And I so I took my time playing Final Fantasy. Like I tried to drag it out as long as I could, like at least a year to finish it. So all those memories had built up, and I was like, I remember doing this and doing that. And then I was like, Fuck, I cannot pick because like it felt like these are the memories I made. I had to pick one. Was my final memory? I had no idea what to do. Man, I that's how I feel with Yakuza. That's the most heartbreaking thing is that, like, I was doing a karaoke mini game, and in the karaoke, <laughs> like halfway through, halfway through the song, it goes like he's like you're sitting there singing in the karaoke bar, but then halfway through the song, it transitions into a cutscene of then there's shit going on, and one of the songs, I think it's called Tonight, he, it it shows you scenes from Yakuza Kiwami One with you and this guy named Nishiki. He's yeah. basically his brother, and I, no joke, almost started crying. Like, it, I have been playing this game – I fucking said this probably, like, 12 times. But I've been playing this game since, like when, – when Yakuza 0 first dropped on Game Pass, I've been playing it. And I played Yakuza 5 way back in the day, too, on the PS3. Did you so, – so, so you never played any of the Yuka, uh, Yakuza games when they originally came out on – playstation i played yakuza 4 from on the ps3 from uh it was a ps plus game and then i played yakuza 5 i bought it in a sale and i for the yakuza 4 i didn't really like and then i played yakuza 5 and i got to a point where a character that you play as breaks out of prison and then fights a fucking grizzly bear with his bare hands <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and i went back and played yakuza 4 i was like okay i get it I'm gonna play this game. I'm gonna play Yakuza Four. It was the, the bear. The bear is what made you get the game. You fist fought a bear. You punched it in the head until it left you alone. On, it literally st- condemned too. No, but no. Uh, but you also bear, do that Tekken constantly. Listen, this bear stands up, looks at you, nods with respect, and leaves. <laughs> the bear is like, "You were a worthy opponent," and then just walks off. It's so awesome. You have um, bested me. And he walks away. <laughs> but yeah, so I've been playing this game for literally probably about a year and a half, going on two years now. And Damn. it feels like slowly playing through the series. And to get to this, the end is like, I don't watch TV. I don't watch movies. I don't do anything. I play video games. That's basically it. I play video games and play music. And yeah. I, so I don't get to experience this very often. <laughs> This getting to the end of like Breaking Bad, you know, that's the last thing I can remember. An emotional attachment to something. Yeah, the ending of Breaking Bad was really good too, but (laughs) I I really hope it ends with a bang. I liked Uncharted 4's ending too. It's pretty open. I beat Uncharted 4 really early, like 
pretty close to when it came out. So no, I didn't know how it's called a thieves end. So it's like, is he gonna die? The whole game, it's like, don't do it. You're gonna die. You know, like everyone's like, <laughs> I don't want you to die, Nathan. You know what I mean? So it's like, is this how it ends? I don't know, but it's um, a good game. That's not a spoiler. That was like the whole fucking marketing campaign. So that pretty much was everyone it. Come yeah. Back. Um, which well, oddly was enough was the same question? marketing campaign for the game Halo I played, 5. Mass Effect Andronimo. Oh. Andronimo. Andronimo. Which I played because, uh, like, I have not had time to play any games since we moved down here. We have been unboxing everything, trying to get the house in order. But we got invited onto a friend friend of the pod, One Hour, One Decision podcast. Well, Chris What's it actually Tom, called? Or Tom and yeah. Chris. One Hour, One Decision. Isn't that what you okay, said? Yeah. yeah, but I didn't or know did if I... it was the podcast, One Hour, One Decision podcast. One H1D. I don't know. Like, I, I, I probably auto-translated it in my head if you said it wrong. Okay. So it's good you asked. <laughs> so I played one hour of Mass Effect Andromeda and really hated it. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I played... Uh, so I guess it was in Mass Effect 3, right? They implemented that multiplayer thing, like that little horde mode, which was kind of cool for a little bit. Uh, the moment that the single player felt like that, I was like, this game is awful. And I haven't touched andromeda since and i think yeah about half hour i played i'm pretty sure the moment i realized i hated andromeda was probably about 45 minutes into getting a character called pb into my party who is an asari and she's supposed to be like a child essentially she's like 70 years old but she's like a child in asari years okay but she's the most fucking annoying character i've ever experienced in a game like this hands down like boiled me alive how frustrated i got listening to her talking but she was the biotic i think so i had her in my party for a while just because of her abilities because i need you in these games you need to diversify your abilities so yeah. that you could take contr- take handle anything yeah. and i think i was just generic soldier i don't know why but i just picked shooty shoot boy i, yeah. I was suffering I think it was a vanguard because I could still use like some abilities, but I also was like really resilient fights. I I think I picked the the hybrid guy, and whenever I replayed the trilogy recently, I was because I I had some biotic abilities and some uh, tech abilities too, but I didn't have anything really good. I was just like, if I see a shield, I can burn, I can fucking warp it off, and if I see armor, I can burn it off or whatever you have to do. Yeah, just so I can so, get through the game. If you want to hear me and Nave talk about Mass Effect Adronimo more, check out the 1H1D episode. It should be out Wednesday, which this yeah. episode or this podcast is going to come out on Friday. So it's going to come out the Wednesday before this episode came out in the past. It will be linked in the description if we did our job. Yeah. <laughs> Nave, do you have any other news you want to talk about? It's not really like news. It's just fun. I just went to two fucking music concerts recently i don't know why i said music are there any other kind of concerts uh they were rock shows yes rock shows i call them shows but if i I just went to two shows and they're like oh did you see the new spider-man movie yeah you see venom 2 venom 2 is that what it was uh i I have not so i don't want to hear about it i I don't watch movies um true um, i mean your girlfriend has netflix yeah but it's not is it on netflix did it go straight to no, 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 no. Oh, okay, no, no, no. I was gonna be like, "Damn, 
<laughs> uh, what recently did actually something just dropped and now it's about oh Halloween Kills. It it just it just released in theaters and now it's like also streaming on Paramount's like specific Paramount streaming platform. Isn't it called Peacock or is that something else? There's I thought, I thought that was Peacock. I, I thought that was owned by NBC because that like that was the logo for NBC for how how long? Yeah, the the colors. I yeah. don't know. So, I don't know what I'm talking about. Someone someone can correct me on that if I'm wrong. Okay, but I Dave, what to... rock shows did you see? Yes, what rock music concerts did you see? Well, the rock is a um, a term you could use for these two shows. They were very different, but the first one had Knocked Loose and Gojira, which Gojira is one of my favorite bands of all time, and it's a very popular metal band, actually, at this point. It's a French band, and they just make some really tasty riffs, and they really like scraping, and it sounds great. It's, it's so good. The other show... They were back to back too, so I've kind of been on like a marathon of like no sleep, and I feel like ter- I feel terrible. I feel like I'm falling apart because I've been in mosh pits and I've been drinking and going to work. It's it's terrible. The other show was drop um, acid. That's terrible. <laughs> the do that go to rock show. show Tell was, us how that uh, goes afterwards. I don't want to do acid in public. <laughs> I really don't want to do acid in public. <laughs> The second show was uh, Dance Gavin Dance, uh, Polyphony, and Veil of Maya, which Veil of Maya is strange. Polyphony and Dance Gavin Dance together makes sense, but Veil of Maya is very hardcore, very chuggy-wuggy, you know, a lot of breakdowns. They love them. So it's like the other two bands, Polyphony is an instrumental band, and it's very prog metal kind of the band that was originally supposed to be there's animals as leaders i wanted to see them that's one of my favorite bands as well and they're also an instrumental band they're more like math metal and stuff it's very very awesome to just kind of sit and watch these guys play because they're so talented but polyphony is pretty good as, as well and are we just gonna pretend guitarist, like, like everyone knows these genres you're mentioning by the way you know what bro i'm like damn uh, what is a math metal i'm like they're like mathematically great at metal it, think everything about calculus, com- and that's what it well. sounds like. Just everything they play <laughs> is calculated. <laughs> but I was going to say, if, if you can just imagine what calculus sounds like, you probably know what Animals as Leaders sounds like. I can imagine what trigonometry sounds like. <laughs> but yeah, Polyphony, I kind of, I've I realized I kind of want to have sex with their guitarist because he's kind of beautiful. I don't know what's going on with him. He had a thing going on. How He was dreamy. Dance Gavin Dance is one of Maddie's favorite bands, and... She was fucking killing it in the in the pits and everything. I was having a lot of fun. the The worst part, though, like I was saying, I was marathoning everything. It's like I had. It's like you're kind of getting old or something. Like, <laughs> well, it, I am getting old for sure. But so it was like I have, I I work like at least ten hours a day, sometimes twelve. So it's like work, con- metal concert, work, metal concert, work podcast work podcast and then tomorrow i'm gonna work and then i'm gonna re- i'm gonna guest on another podcast if everything goes right and um and then tomorrow and then the day after i get to rest so i might be a little loopy right now sounds like you've got a busy week yeah it's almost over i've barely played anything honestly i'm just glad i got to play a little bit of back for blood because it's actually pretty fun uh realistically since since moving uh, back. I think the only things I've really played are like free things. Uh, Apex, Valorant, God Hades. I was probably, I want to say it's probably the only thing I purchased in a really long time. Did we even and talk that, about Hades? Dude, Hades. Yeah, is we've incredible. talked about Hades a lot. I it's on multiple episodes. <laughs> okay. I think we skipped over it. 
I mean, it's okay if we did, but it is, it's just a great game. Like, I would, I would recommend that game to literally anybody as just, like, something to pass the time. Like, on my breaks, I will have my Switch and just go to town just to pass time. Time is at 40 minutes. You think maybe we should take a break? break? Yes, (laughs) break time. The music plays. And we're back. So, guys, we had to find a game that we all enjoyed retroactively back in the day. And what better enjoyment than the Dark Souls series? In particular, you two played through Dark Souls 3 all the way together. And I thought this would be a great discussion topic. Actually, I think Nave picked this topic. No, you picked it. I did? Oh, I did. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, okay, yeah, I, I picked this one. So Dark well, Souls this is 3. exactly how it went, all right? So Aaron was like, Aaron was like, Gears of War 3 and Dark Souls 3 we both played. I can remember them. And I'm like, I'm going to ask Philip, but he's going to say Dark Souls. And I asked you, and you immediately replied with Dark Souls. And I went, I, I fucking told you, we're playing Dark Souls. Well, I mean, like, it's kind of re- recent for me that I just played through Dark Souls 3 full co-op 2 with our friend William from the Left 4 Dead episode. Me and him just played Dark that? Souls 3. Well, we did it, like, two years ago. Oh, okay. How well, the hell we, is that like, just? That's not just, but I was like, what? The thing you was, did we the did that over... shit, like, five... Oh, what did I... <laughs> That was like when we played Dark Souls 2. I was still with that like Psycho when we played that. That was, that had to have been at least five or six years ago now. Yeah, that Psycho Ooh. from Borderlands. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's call it that it? place. Northern Borderland Canada. Let's call it that. What were so you? Dark Souls 3 is the... <laughs> so Dark Souls 3! Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't worry about that. The Dark Souls trilogy, if we don't count Demon Souls as a Dark Souls game, which we don't. And... Are it we is, not talking about the DS Dark Souls game too now? Like, are we just disincluding all the line here? Yeah, we are. I'm just being shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> there was a DS fucking Dark Souls game? I'm pretty I sure there was. I feel like there was. Or was it PSP? There might have been a PSP something. Why would you play that? I would fucking snap that thing in half. Like people, <laughs> people are like, I'm playing Hades on my Nintendo Switch. And I'm like, I would fucking just need the back of the screen. What? Dude, like, Hades is not that. Hades isn't that fucking soul crushing. What the well, hell? Well, that was before I played moments. it. That was before I played it. I thought, because I'm like roguelike. Well, that means fucking angry. I've had it? some upsetty moments where, like, I, oh, Hades had just swung that stupid punishing spear and it just nicks you right in the big fucking toe and wipes out your whole health bar when you're like, oh, I'm one hit from dead. So, uh, I've, Dark never Souls had, 3. I've never had a moment where I was like, <laughs> oh, I might beat Hades. I always, like, get to the second phase and get fucked. And I'm like, all right, well. I, I found a, a rhythm for the it. Same. And, nah, I, I, I bought it on the Xbox. Uh, no, sorry. Yeah, it came on the Game Pass, so I bought it there. And then I hadn't beaten it on my Switch ever. Not even once yet. And I beat it once on the Xbox and then just, like, went on a roll seven times. And I was like... Holy crap, there's so much more story to this game! And that's when I kind of, like, uh, went off about how great that game is and would literally recommend it to anybody who's trying to, like, pass time and invest in a decent game. You should check out um, uh, Beats Per Minute. It just came out on the consoles, so it's pretty awesome. It's, uh, I remember you talking like, about that a long time ago. Yeah, because it was on PC for a while, and I'm like, this looks kick-ass, but do you remember Crypt of the Necrodancer? Yeah. It's like that, but a first-person shooter. Oh shit! It's, it's it's pretty fun, and you can get unbelievably OP. <laughs> like, 
Like it was like I had like seven runs, like six runs, and then my seventh run, like that were just terrible. I would die at the first or second boss, and then the seventh run, I just became OP really fast. Like I'd maxed stats by like the third world, and I was just fucking five shotting. I had a grenade launcher. I was just obliterating everything around me. I'm like, this is amazing. Did you ever play Neon Abyss? That's the. I think I did. Was it on Game Pass? Yeah, it was or on was Game, it Game Pass. Gold or something? I think it was by like Team Seventeen as well, but it was like a one of those like side-scrolling, you know, Metroidvania-esque kind of games. I don't know why, but when it's a game is side-scrolling, my tolerance for failure is so much lower. No, that I was just gonna <laughs> say that game had a point in time where you angry. got so many like good abilities and stuff that it you just became so stupidly OP that as, as the moment you just fired, like the screen would wipe <laughs> and you were like. Ha ha! Like it was just it. It got fun, and then it was like, oh, okay. I'm just gonna, I got, I'm, I'm gonna win. There, there's no way I'm not gonna lose. No, I'm, I'm definitely winning this. And then it kind of got really boring. You like bloop, bloop, bloop through each level, and then it's done. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, this game definitely sucked, and it was. So like the only way I could possibly lose is if the final boss freezes my Xbox. I, I would literally have to walk into the boss and be like, go, just hit me. <laughs> That that that's how it felt at some point in time in that game. Like you would just pick up these easy abilities, and it was just they just kept stacking. Everything stack, stack, stack. So you could have like flying rockets that shot a billion other fifty rockets, and nothing would ever touch you. Makes me want to well, play heavy know. weapon. That sounds fun. You know what game has bosses in it though? Dark Souls Three. You know we <laughs> should be talking about Dark Souls Three. I'm so sorry. I don't know why we wean so, off that. That's my fault. I think all of that branched out of the middle of a sentence. <laughs> think a sentence was said so that, that'll happen when you definitely invite like guests with adhd aggressive adhd on your guests don't worry if people liked the last episode they're gonna like this one it's gonna be a little bit more the same i, I assume now just everywhere okay so i know we are all dark souls veterans so dark souls one i know that nave has now played it it what I'm, I'm not a veteran. <laughs> like, what do you I mean? Gonna, I got carried through every single one of them. I was going to say. I did play all three. But. Okay, but speaking of, like, veteran, you guys also played the other series, too, right? There's other series? I played I mean, Sekiro Bloodborne, a little bit. Sekiro. Like, no, 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 this game is hard. You don't. But, but Sekiro's on the Xbox. Oh, I, I don't have money. Bloodborne. Did you see? I don't have time for that. I don't have money for that. I, I'm pretty sure it's Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. I'd be playing it right now. I don't think it's on Game Pass because I I paid money for it. Maybe I, I paid think... money for it high on life after Dark Souls, I think, and then I could not. I was like, oh no, this game's really hard, and there's no <sighs> multiplayer. <laughs> I hated those moments too. I hated when because Dark Souls just it's very satisfying when you beat those games and beat those bosses, and then when you beat the game for a person like me who doesn't really do them over again like i'm super trying to think about how i want to say this i'm like i'm super content with finishing it one time because like i'll finish it to the best of my abilities to have because when i was playing with nave it was a first run for him so it was kind of like a first half finish run for me i started dark souls 3 but never completed it so i was like whatever i'll go restart it with nave uh and he wanted to get like all the rings all the uh what is it um all this, probably all the miracles and spells for achievement yeah, hunting. Yeah, all the all the miracles, all the spells, all the I, I don't want to say cults. I want to say um, like covenants. Yeah, covenants. covenants. Yeah. All those, all those things. He wanted to get as many of those as we possibly could. And I believe actually on Dark Souls three, we literally hundred percented it 
uh, in our continuous run. Well, I, we we hundred percented everything we could do in one run. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and the only thing we had to do was finish like... the game and then go back for like a quick two two step run or something like that. It wasn't even that difficult. Because I think some of the covenants you go, you enter and do stuff for like just absolutely shut off other covenants. But like yeah. you can go around and activate all the covenants and that's fine. But as soon as you start doing stuff for one of them, like they have like opposing sides that stop talking to you or something. I don't know. I'm trying to remember how it was, but I I, I don't think that if you joined someone's game and they were doing covenant stuff, you got stacks in their covenant. This is why I tell people that if if it's gonna be your first episode, don't listen to a game you love because you're just gonna be like confused. The yeah, I'm, just do not flame me. I don't play that game. Dark Souls as, uh... experts listening to this. Oh shit! Yeah. I remember oh, well. when I played through with uh, with Shadow Co-op, I had a character just dedicated for him, and he was also going for the Covenant items. Usually, the wolf grass in the swamp. And he was, you know, like there's always invades happening there. So he was always being summoned in and I was getting so annoyed with him because I'm like, all right, shadow, let me carry you through this game. And he's like, all right, uh, put your sign down tub. And then I put my sign down and he says, and I'm getting summoned. And he got, <laughs> he would get summoned to someone else's game as an invader in like in the, the wolf lands to protect the swamp, you know? And I was getting so mad at it because like, you could like do that anywhere, which was fun. Because you could like progress through your game and just put on like the wolf ring and then just do PvP every like twenty minutes, you would just get something in someone else's game and go and mess them up. Unless you were me and bad. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I remember like the whole time I was waiting for him, I would just farm and I started just putting nothing but there was a luck stat in Dark Souls three. I don't know if you guys ever got super into the stats, but you can upgrade your luck stat which just gives you higher item drops and like you can do some weird builds with like poison or bleed or something with it. But I was just doing it for the item drops and I would just get the like ugliest outfits I could find from all the monsters. I would just drop at that point because I was so over leveled. So I'd find like all the weird like candlestick spears and weird dress weapons and stuff like that. And it was like <laughs> my favorite characters I would make. Uh, I was going to say, but didn't that, didn't that game in its early stages, it had that dragon head glitch, didn't it? That oh, one you yeah. could boost souls off of it. Yeah, I think so. I'm just thinking back. I, like, I, me- I remember playing that, man, and like actually getting summoned into matches, and people were just huge, and you wondered how the hell it had already happened. And it was it was because you could, like, uh, there was a covenant you could join where you could get this dragon head, and what would happen was you would crack a soul in your hand and immediately swap and equip the dragon helm and it would start like breathing fire but uh that breathing fire was you technically like cracking uh unlimited souls so as long as you had held down x or whatever it was at the time uh you would just spit fire and stack tons and tons of souls have you guys seen that video of people getting like infinite souls and dark souls like the the history of the first dark souls cracking the like yeah. they learned how to like ch- like manipulate the code, how it interprets items, and how it interprets the amount that you can 
possibly drop and using that to make negative it's like it'll make negative value for the next thing that you do and it's like if you're playing on pc you can have a keyboard and mouse and an xbox controller at the same time, at the same time yeah. so you press start and then also press like right bumper or like whatever the right bumper is to switch the fucking tabs or whatever and you and whatever you're highlighting there is now it's like you had 25 arrows now it's 25 broadswords you know what i mean what it's like broadswords it's so it's so interesting we you might have to find that and put it in the description too it's a really cool yeah, video you linked that video to me Very and it was like of course you can't have 25 broadswords in the game like that because they were then like stacked, stacked. Spot. Yeah. yeah and so it would then like flip it to a negative value when you sold it or something it was weird but yeah we'll put that back into the notes i think it was already in the notes before that is some mythical shit. I don't know how people yeah, figure that, that shit is out. Crazy experimentation. I absolutely love speedrunning and shit because that it is like a such a it is a different thing than playing video games. It is a completely different thing. Specifically the people who find that shit out. Like so Dark Souls 3 is notable as being a fan servicey more kind of game because like Dark Souls 1 was like the classic masterpiece. Dark Souls 2 is where they got a little weird with the B team. And Dark Souls 3 is like, they were like, hey guys, this is still the Dark Souls you love. And they just like put in so much stuff. But there were some uh, really kind of weird things that made it in that I wanted to bring it up. Like, did you guys ever see like the Osiris and Ocelot cut content stuff? Was it Metal Gear Solid reference? No. The the skin dragon in the library? Oh! No. With the baby? Uh, hold on. Let's, let's do this. Death Stranding? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay so there's one boss that oh, is Osiris. Yeah, yeah the consumed king yeah. yeah he's this big big dragon he's like a dragon wizard with a stick and, and in his other hand he's holding nothing but when you walk in the room there's audio of a crying baby in his hand halfway through the fight he goes to his second stage where he fall he drops his stick falls on the ground and puts his hand palm down onto the ground and you hear a squish and then he starts crying and he's like ocelot where are you you know and then you know there's no more baby crying after that point and then you keep fighting him and everyone's like what is going on in this boss fight this is so weird yeah what are you talking about i'm no this is this is the whole thing Yeah, yeah like this is some weird stuff and they talk about it like in old alphas, like they found alpha copies of the game that where there's a character model for this baby that he's holding. And it <laughs> looks like they just like removed the textures for it and just made it invisible in the final game. But they left in all the audio tracks of him talking to the baby during the fight. And you hear the baby crying. This is really messed up as far as like content in a video game. I don't know how to describe that <laughs> because like you're literally fighting this guy and he's trying to protect this baby. And then, you know, it ends up getting hurt in the fight or dead. It's unclear. Probably uh, dead. Yeah. Probably that is, dead. It was a half monster, baby, though, if uh, to be clear. That makes it oh, okay. So half good, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there's that moment. And I really don't know what to say more about that. It's just a little disturbing. Then there's another disturbing moment where do you remember the the two brothers, the two brother boss fight? Uh, no, yeah. no. There's um, 
like the sweet prince and then the angry prince. And he like climbs on his brother's back because his legs are like little legs. Oh, yes, yes. I do remember those guys. Yeah, that was also another weird fight. That was super weird because he like threw the limp guy around, didn't he? Yeah, and he was like he was shooting spells like on his back, like riding on him, like shooting spells oh, on his body. And he shot those like they were like homing rockets off of his back or something that impaled yeah. the ground with like ice or something. Yes, and he was annoying you as hell. Would, you would kill the big knight brother. He would go down, and then the other one would like climb on his back and like whisper in his ear and be like, "Brother, we're not done yet," and, and bring then, him like, back to life. Yeah, to fight you again. All in all, very creepy. Uh, I did not enjoy a couple moments in this game because of <laughs> how disturbing it was. I'm going to look at these bosses right quick and tell you which ones I definitely didn't like fighting. <laughs> I feel like... Uh, the Curse Rotted Greatwood was a pain in the ass for the first couple bits. Yeah, because he just had weak spots. It's like, you got to hit the weak spots. The Abyss Watchers definitely oh, beat my ass up a couple dude, times. I love those ones so much. Listeners know yeah. these were like the best boss in the game where it's these knights... Their whole thing is to like destroy darkness, but they've been corrupted themselves and they're undead. So they keep coming back to life. So you're just in a room full of them. They'll come back to life, look over at themselves and be like you. And then the other one will be like you. And then they start fighting each other. And then the yep. same time you're also in there and they see you and they're like, oh, you're coming into my neighborhood. So the, the bosses will literally be fighting each other at the same time you're fighting them. And it really just came to like a balancing act of getting them to aggro on the other versions of the boss that was in the room. Do you know what is actually upsetting about that mm-hmm. game with how much I did enjoy it? I have to say that the final boss of that game, um, the the kiln of the first flame, was yeah. actually such a letdown compared to fighting the Nameless King. Because yeah. if you had fought the Nameless King before you went off and fought the kiln, you're like, eh. Like, the Nameless King beat you the hell up. And I think he was, I don't know, I think that last boss is kind of just a pushover. And I remember it now. I, I just looked at the, the quick uh, biography on them and I was like, ah. Maybe I, I should fucking do that because I'm just sitting here like. I, I literally remember it. Like, I died once and then I beat him the second time and that was it. Well, the thing about him is, like, he's also, like, humanish. the final boss. Like, I feel like. He's a bitch, bro. He has all these abilities. Yeah. And it's so it's so easily read. I I don't know if maybe that was just an accident in programming, but it's so easy to read this character. Well, they did the same thing with Gwyn in the first game. True. Where he was just easy mode for the final boss. Yeah, that uh, was actually really annoying. One character right. I could never learn to read was the dancer. Do you remember that one? Yes, I was just gonna talk about them. Uh, they also gave me a bit of trouble. The dancers because they were quick. They were fucking quick. And it was like, she would like move slow for a second and then swing the sword. I'm like, I did not see that coming at all. You know, <sighs> like, it's like every boss seems to have the tells so you can get good. But I never but, got good against that one. But the more I look at this now, now that I go back and look at these bosses, I can say I did not really struggle with very many of these bosses. I had maybe one or two deaths, maybe at most 17. Yeah. And that would have been to Irithyll. Like where um, where the pontiff is, yeah. Because I had issues with like getting away from his like repose and thrust. Because he was super quick, I couldn't dodge it at the time. Could I? Well, didn't you have, can like, bury a... him. Like, I, that's what I was not him. good at it. Oh, okay, not good. His his I... stuff was just too quick for me. <laughs> you telling me you don't just get a big shield and just hide behind it? 
That's not gonna win the I game do. for you. I think I always just it, ran around like a buckler. I made my I made my servants fight while I hid behind a big shield. Oh lord. God. Are you guys was done this... with boss talk? Can I do this read right? Yeah, I, I can't think yeah, of so any I... more bosses to talk about. What do you got? All right. I uh, absolutely. I know. Yes. What was it? I was gonna say yesterday. I know. Last episode. I'm pretty sure I made a declarative statement that I would start writing questions for write-ins on Twitter and uh, uh, Good Pods. I forgot. Immediately. Oh no. Immediately the next episode, I forgot to do that. So during the recording, right at the beginning, I wrote one, and we have one write-in so far. I probably gonna be the only one. Uh, but it is from Morgan, uh, from the Intergalactic Pinecone Podcast, and uh, he wrote us three tweets here, and I'm gonna try and do it justice. He says, Dark Souls 3 is one of the most important games of my entire life. I've put 750 hours into it oh over five God. years, and it literally never gets old. Whenever I want to be a mage, a sword or board build, a sword and board build. Shield and sword. You guys, sword and board? I get it. Okay, I'm already screwing it up. Well, I don't, I'm not familiar with the colloquialisms, I'm sorry. SMH. Uh, <laughs> a sword and board build, or a big club having man. There's a build and weapon variety for everyone. See, he's not judging me for being Shield Boy. <laughs> you know what I loved about Dark Souls that didn't return in Dark Souls 3? The what? fucking poise. Oh, yeah. I don't know oh, what, yeah. Poise, don't know what nice. poise does in, in Dark Souls 3 it, at all. Uh, it before, it allowed you to take a lot more before you fell over, right? Yeah. But yeah, before you, you could would, get to a point with the boys that you would yeah. never ever fucking bounce back unless something huge hit you. Yeah, before like, you're stunlocked. In our game in Dark Souls 1, there were multiple times where Tuv would see me block something, just shrug it off, and he would go, you blocked that? And I'm like, dude, I have, I am so big. <laughs> like, I'm so much edgier. There are times I would just let things hit you and just be like, punk! You didn't even have to block it, it would just hit you and you just keep going through it. That poison was nice. Especially when you had that poise ring. That poise ring was actually huge. I, you could... I, I don't think I had it this run. Because I think I had to have Havel's ring. And also I had another ring that gave probably me probably had more. the fortune ring. Or was it the, the princess ring? Favor? Yeah. The one that if you took it off it broke. Yeah. The princess favor ring. I think. Yeah. Alright. Well he has two more tweets. Oh no. Okay. But okay. So there's a build for everyone. Dark Souls 3 was lambasted when it was released for being casual, air quotes, and for being too open and easy, but that's part of its charm. Among the easiest in the series and the most infinitely replayable. I don't know what he means by that because that game was kind of hard for me. So, uh, I mean, it was easy. Uh, yeah, it's the like easiest the pattern. Of the three. So, Is Dark it, Souls it, 1 was extreme. I felt like it was extremely difficult. It was the first time I'd ever uh, embarked in one of the Souls games. I didn't do Demon Souls and stuff like that. Um, so for me, I was just like, oh, this game is insane. And, you know, I hated dying so much, but I realized that, yeah, you learn how to die a lot less. And 2 was just an absolute cakewalk. That game was a joke. Uh, 3 did have some challenging moments, but the it was really easy again to, like, read the patterns of the bosses. To, like, cleave through that game my first game i beat was dark souls 2 and i used a poise build all right <laughs> and i'm pretty sure aaron helped me out the last like quarter of it yeah <laughs> um the last one dark souls 3 
has the perfect mix of horror and gothic aesthetic along with an underlying tone of something more hopeful for a better tomorrow. Facts. <laughs> it's a deep and nuanced game, one that history will remember as a classic in the years to come. And then he period and then he wrote finish period. I come finish. I think he's making a he's a, a, a semen joke. Is that so. a semen joke? I don't think you so. don't think so. Okay. I don't, I don't know if he's trying to make like Dark Souls and just says finish whatever in like the fiery letters. Who knows? Um, that's where my that's where my mind immediately went. The game is uh, beautiful. Yeah. So uh, no, I definitely do like that. I, I'll I'll agree with the. Uh, I don't think we've talked about Dark how. My, so there's a reason I did in fact beat this game. There are witnesses, but and I have the achievements. So, but um, I was there. I was there I, through all of the anger. You guys have no idea. I played this game in a mix of drunken stupor and unreasonable amounts of rage. I was I'd, having I'd a wished, hard time. I'd wished you were smoking weed at that time. The The game was hard. One thing I was doing on accident was like, what was it, kindling the bonfires? But instead of kindling it, it just makes the level harder. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was doing that sometimes on accident. But um, just no, you've done it at it least did. three I'm like, times. I'm like, clearly this does something good, right? <laughs> you had done it at least three times. But uh, I was not good at Dark Souls games. the 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 biggest problem I was having was I went from Dark Souls two to three using a, a block everything and then a retaliate strategy, and that is not the most feasible thing to do in Dark Souls three because voice that. The poise stat, I it, it might as well be a dumpster that you dump your souls into. I don't know what the fuck it does. Or it's not the poise stat, but whatever fucking changes the poise stat. I don't remember. You like just wear whatever, heavy uh, armor, but then you need high endurance for that. Or I think it might be vitality or something uh, like that. Uh, or bigger. Stamina. Like it's something to change your equipment Please load. Stop. Everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Literally. The, um, Everything changed when the... I don't know. I, I so I, I went through like half the game with Aaron building my character a specific way and then realizing, oh, I'm never going to be able to be big boy like I was in Dark Souls 2. And then having to live with my decisions, <laughs> like trying to fix my build as he's carrying me through this game that he knows a lot better than me. <laughs> it was only like my second time, though, while doing that. So I, I, did, I had just known it freshly. That's why. Yeah. Maybe I should play it again. Uh, I still think it's too crappy to play it again. Which I think it's about time for us to hit our uh, final words for Dark Souls 3. You want to take a quick break? What's this? The path to lighting the fire is a cursed one indeed. That's, that's the thing they always say to you. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Reflection on series co-op history. It Dark Souls. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Correct. And we're back. So, Nave, now's our chance for our final say on Dark Souls 3. Tell the listeners, our co-op partners at home, how you feel about this co-op adventure through the uh, magical world of Lothric, or whatever it's called. Lothlorian? Something like that. Delorean? Is that what you said? No, I definitely did not say Delorean. From Lord of the Rings. Is that a joke? Because I don't know. It's a Um, reference. If anything. So, this game is very pretty. Plays pretty crisply. Pretty easy to 
get a co-op partner and this is one of those games where there's a soul limit right or a soul level or whatever that you have to you guys have to be relatively the same no this one has password matching yeah does it okay so it's two level that's all screwed up (laughs) yeah two's the bad one okay (laughs) dave's password used to be french fry (laughs) yeah french fry (laughs) And when and, I remember, and, and his his name, his stupid character's name was Anime Titty. <laughs> yeah, Anime Titty. Anime Titty, and it's just this tiny little girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, and when we played Code Vein together, uh, it was an extension of French Fry. We, you made our password, and you made a potato, but someone <laughs> eventually joined our game somehow. And so we changed it to just toe. Because <laughs> we thought surely no one would ever put this in there. Oh man. I think my name in I think my name in Dark Souls one was. You know what the shittiest fucking thing was? Was that we had bought uh Scarlet Nexus. No, um Code Vein. Code Vein. And then it releases on Game Pass like seven days later. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking my luck. Always my luck. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. It's like got it on sale. It came out for free. <laughs> fucking <laughs> ultimate sale. Amazing. I did not buy it on sale. I bought it for sixty bucks. Oof. Don't worry, we're still gonna use it at some point for an episode. Maybe. Yeah, more than likely. I definitely need to play it. I've I've been feeling I've been feeling Dark Soulsies recently, but anime Dark Souls. So Code Yeah, Vane. Code Vein is Code Vein is pretty good. Play it. Good game. I did for that couple minutes I played with you. And that's my review of Dark Souls three. Pretty good. Dude you guys can't see right now, but uh Phil is quite terrifying. I don't know what's going on with his camera. <laughs> Dude <laughs> It's got some ghosting image going on. Oh, I, I'm Fake starting to it. think it's not his inner. I think it's all of his computers are just fucking possessed. Yeah, because like, he's he's not in the house he was before when he was lagging hysterically. He's not lagging as much, but it is. He is still lagging. That's why at the beginning, I don't remember if it was recording, but I was like, "Are you on your new internet? Like this is your first yeah." I heard you now? say that. I'm getting like 200 megabytes a second right now. I just did a speed test. I am not lagging. You. My friend. There is no way you could have said that to us and you play this back, by the way, and do not even hear yourself lag out of the conversation. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, what's your upload speed? Because your camera feed is frozen for me. Currently. Oh, yeah, I love that. I'll I take love, a picture of it. I love when people are like, oh, oh I've got 200 phone. megabyte download. And yeah, how much you got for upload? They're like, 1.5. Like, <laughs> okay. He's fine <laughs> right now. He's done something. That's why he's caught on. Do you have what is that fucking behind you over your shoulder? Which shoulder? The other one. A TV? Is that a cane? Is that a TV? What's behind it? Uh, An Xbox. I don't know. No, not you, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Philip. I can see your camera clearly because you're not lagging. It's him. (laughs) I can't fucking some fucking scary. You're not uh, addressing names. Stop yelling at me. What is going on? Cthulhu. Okay. No, the thing above it. Uh huh. Is that a doorknob? What is that? <laughs> it's a vacuum cleaner. Oh, it's a vacuum cleaner. All right. All right. I'm hitting 15 megabytes up. Your c- c- fucking computer's possessed then, man. All like, right. It's possessed by a demon. All right, Aaron. What are your final words for Dark Souls 3? Uh, really pretty game. Uh, definitely a lot of fun to play with a friend. Uh, if you need to help, like, beat a boss or something. 
And it's it's fun to play on your own too. But uh, the oh, thing boss, about the co-op boss in that is a little game disappointing. Is like, don't you have to like continuously just fucking spawn each other like over and over again? Uh, I, I vaguely remember when, that. When you get to bosses, yeah, because we would have to get to the boss. <laughs> Sorry, we'd have to get to the boss. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Something like. <laughs> <laughs> Something like randomly flew down to my nose, and it might have just been like one of my husky pups fluffs. But uh, <laughs> anyways, um, no, you would have to summon each other like at the boss. But it, you could stop just before there was a fight, so uh, you guys could both explore the area in your own separate games, and then meet up uh, before the boss area. That was the hardest part was just being by myself and getting slapped around by it people. It sucked too, because like <laughs> technically I was right there with you, just. In another realm, buddy. Yeah, because my character was very not strong. <laughs> I was like, I was just a tank. I, was, I do not I was remember not the built weapon correctly. I was swinging, but I was hitting hard. It was some tooth. It was a tooth or something. Was it fucking Havel's thing? It was It was definitely some kind. It was either Havel's thing or a gigantic black dragon tooth. Yeah, Havel uses a dragon tooth as a club to bonk things. Oh, yeah. There was a I hit a bot in- going on. I was using that in Dark Souls 1. I was very scary. All right. Do you have anything more to say on Dark Souls 3? No. <laughs> All right. Can't now I'm going to my final. It. So Dark Souls 3 is the most approachable Dark Souls, and I recommend it as a starting point if you have a friend and you want to convince them to play a Souls game with you. Definitely start with this one. It's the most party of the Dark Souls, I would say. Like if I were to describe any of the Dark Souls as party mode, it would be Dark Souls 3. Get it? It's fun. It has all the content from like the other games just forced into it, like all the armor and weapons, just because it's fun. There's Sometimes there's some weird lore significance. Doesn't matter. And all you there's do... There's awesome lore videos. Yeah, I love the lore videos, and I love the lore podcasts and everything. And the whole story is pretty much, you're just a dude that's got to relight the fire, so you got to go out and get the fire from all these other dudes and bring them back to burn them. All these and, bigger, holier fires, yeah. Yeah. From these old dead kings. It's actually really cool. Like, it feels very, um, like, mythic, like a like a Greek legend, almost. Uh, it's very engaging how every time you come back, uh, there is that, <clears throat> there is the, like, protector of the fire, but she has more dialogue to herself uh, this time. When you do come back and you bring back, like, a new ember or whatever, and you crack it, it's, it's interesting how that area changes over time. Yeah. And this game also features the alternate like choices, such as like the first game did, where you can choose to become the like lead the age of darkness or the age of fire, like break the cycle. And instead of having two different ugly teeth snake things talk to you, you have the two different fire keepers talk to you. Yeah. You don't like Framped? God, I hate those guys so much. Okay, the Dark Souls games, I love their aesthetic, the gloom, the gothic feel. It's so creepy. It's great. But then they put some disturbingly <laughs> freaky stuff in there in it that I just can't I can't co-sign that, you know? Like when I see that big toothy grin on Framped, I'm just like, can't do it. I, I want to attack you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You have to if he falls asleep. You gotta give yeah, him a long. You gotta wake him up. So you Anyone can Anyone else you attack, they fucking try to murder you, but that's <laughs> Yeah, cool that's such it. a weird thing. Oh, like one little gothic bit that I really wanted to mention was when you go to the great library, when you're going to fight, I don't even one of like the spooky witch thing on like the top floor or whatever. It's like the books are cursed 
and they will curse you and like half your health and kill you instantly if you like listen to their cryptic writing when you walk by them too much. Oh my god, those characters definitely did suck. I remember those now. Yeah, but you could block it if you went over to the giant, like, because there was just candles everywhere, and they would burn down in these big pools of wax. Yes. And you could dunk your character's head in the wax, covering his eyes and his ears and everything, and then you could walk past the curse Oh, books. shit! I remember this. Yeah. I remember the wax head. Yep, yeah, yep. see, that was so cinematic, and it's so, like, and then Perseus, filling his ears with cotton, tied himself to the ship's bow so he could hear the siren song and not go crazy. Like, it's, I feel like this is the storytelling bits that is just... So crunchy in the game, you know? Don't you go back to Anorlando in this game? Yes. Yeah. I remember because Anorlando is where I infamously quit Dark Souls 1 twice uh, because I couldn't beat Ornstein and Smog. So I remember when I when we went there the, uh, in Dark Souls 3, I was spooked. I was very like, oh, nervous. Here we go again. I remember where what's the it's Dark Souls two where you fight Dragon where you fight uh Dragon Slayer Ornstein again right as a as a optional boss yeah I remember when I saw him I was like oh no I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. die and then I he beat him in my off. first try yeah he was trash yeah. Yeah. I was so fucking scared and then that's uh, after I beat Dark Souls two uh, I went back and played Dark Souls one again on the 360 and I still couldn't beat Ornstein so I felt very confident <laughs> and uh, I. I could not yeah. beat it. Ornstein and Smog was way too hard. And of course, it's the 360 version, so there's nobody around to summon. Yeah, no population. Yeah. I remember Which there, even use no walkthrough. Go ahead. Didn't work. I remember when I first uh, played Dark Souls and I actually entered An Orlando. It was probably like one of the prettiest sceneries I've seen in a video game ever. Like, literally ever. Maybe besides, I want to say, Oblivion. Yeah. Old Oblivion. Old Oblivion. Old That's Oblivion. really funny you you brought that up because I was just watching like a four minute long montage of Oblivion glitching out and being <laughs> funny. Just like rem- just like ah, look at it. There's a, there's a guard just stuck in a Coming door, and keep opening it up yeah. and closing it, and he's like r- like stuck in the geometry. And then they talk to him, and he's just like tree trespassing or whatever, <laughs> just <laughs> screaming at him. But his neck is twisted upside down, like he's a freaking homunculus from a Full Metal <laughs> Alchemist. Yeah. All right. God, like it. We could do a whole episode on Oblivion if only it was co-op. Is didn't you say like in like episode yeah, two that you found it mod? Yeah, oh, I don't it think it's it's completed. All right. So that pretty much covers our review of our retro coverage of Dark Souls Three. Pretty pretty positive overall. Uh, we did our mailer feedback already, so that just leads to what are we going to play next time? Uh, you just got done moving and stuff, so we're back in the swing of things, baby. We could start playing video games again. Yeah, I really want to do Back for Blood before October's over. I do too. Well, actually, I I would rather do the House of Ashes game, but we'll figure that out when we we'll figure we'll cross that bridge. Yeah, Back for Blood would be good too, and it's on Game Pass, so it's easier to get to. Back for Blood's pretty fun. Um, I'd be down to play Back for Blood with like a stack of that. more. Oh yeah, Ray Stecanus from uh, the Who Would Win podcast. He was on our episode with Mana Madon and not House of Ashes, the other one, where the house burned Little down. Hope. Little Hope. <laughs> he was on that episode, yeah. And uh, he was talking, he was asking us if we were going to talk about that game soon. And I'm just like, 
Ooh, my friends are literally getting aggravated at me. My friends and my like that are running around me in real life, they they get aggravated because I keep bringing it up. I'm like, you know, the game's coming out soon, right? Jackbox Party Pack Eight also just came out. Oh, Does anyone want to come over to my house and drink a little whiskey? A little <laughs> stupid. I think I All own right. one through five of Jackbox right now. Jackbox is so fun. I absolutely love it. All right, now before we start going on again. Aaron, I want to thank you for coming out to the pod. Uh, it was actually a lot of fun. I uh, I was happy to hop on here. Yeah, you saved our asses because <laughs> we we had a guest. We couldn't figure out what we were gonna do, and so I you literally immediately responded. You're like, okay, I'll do it. I'm like, yes. I've fucking yeah. been trying to get this to fucking happen for a minute now. I had, I definitely wanted to hop on. I think I uh, heard a couple clips of your stuff. Uh, quite a few times when you promote them and i was like oh man i would like to join on this one day so i was I was definitely happy to hop on here guys yeah we try to keep it all it's just fucking talking really it's there's nothing professional about this <laughs> <laughs> we're just fucking chill we this is an excuse to just chill and hang out feels like all right it, it, and now my definitely dog's is. gonna my dog's throwing a fit poor dog you need to let her go potty poo poo pee pee yeah that's what she wants so call partners Thank you for joining us. All who seek the flame are cursed. Maybe we can seek the flame together next time. <laughs> I don't want to be cursed. I'm definitely not down being cursed. Bye. Wait, is cursed the fucking getting your health cut in half? Yeah, it's when your health is cut in half even after you respawn. I really don't.